ओम श्री साई राम ऑफरिंग मोस्ट हम्बल प्रणाम्स एट द डिवाइन लोटस फीट ऑफ अवर एवर प्रेजेंट लॉर्ड इन वोकिंग भगवान्स बेनिडिक्शन फॉर टूडेज सेशन डियर लिजनर्स अ वेरी लविंग साई राम टू ऑल ऑफ यू ओम सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीर्यकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मिद्विषावै ओ शाति 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 हरि ओं तत्सत्ईश्वरापणमस्तु बै भगवान्स ग्रेस वी आर स्टडींग अ टेक्स्ट कॉल्ड साधना पंचकम रिटन बाय आचार्य शंकर एंड दिस इज द टेक्स्ट ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल साधना फॉर अ साधका टू रीच द गोल साध्या सो दैट ही बिकम्स ए सिद्ध वी हैव सीन द फर्स्ट वर्स व्हिच कंसिस्ट ऑफ एट इंस्ट्रक्शंस एंड जस्ट टू समराइज दिस वर्स द फर्स्ट इंस्ट्रक्शन इज टू स्टडी the vedas the elevating scriptures the essence of vedanta every day and contemplate upon these teachings so that we are able to perform our duties based on these teachings of the scriptures in a spirit of dedication to the lord so that our ego is shunned and this ego and egocentric actions the feeling of iness and minus are surrendered at the divine altar and then what happens we are able to renounce the selfish desires from the mind and also we are able to cleanse away the sins that we commit and when we speak of sin it is very important that we have to restrain from committing sinful actions through our body through our words and also our mind karmana manasa vachasa all the three are very important for us and when we thus get the purity of the mind we are able to see the impermanence of bhava sukha the joy that comes from worldly objects and worldly relations and we understand that the joy that comes from these worldly objects is temporary but the bondage that it brings about is permanent and that is why it is very important for us to recognize this limitation and as a result of this we are able to focus on the atman and contemplate steadily on the atman and we are able to escape from the bondage of home home meaning ego and our attachment to bmi this is the summary of the first verse of sadhana panchakam and now we shall listen to the second verse and then see its meaning sang satsuvidhiyatam bhagavato भक्तिदृढ़ाधीयता शांत्यादि 
ಪರಿಚೀಯತೃಢತರ ಕರ್ಮಾಶು ಸದ್ವಿದ್ವಾನುಪಸೃಪ್ಯತ್ಪಾಕ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೈಕಾಕ್ಷರಮರ್ತ್ಯತಿಶಿರೋ ವಾಕ್ಯ ಸಮಾಕರ್ಣ್ಯತ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ ವಿ ಸೋ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ವೀಕ್ ಈಸ್ ಸಂಗ ಸತ್ಸು ವಿಧೀಯತಾಂ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಟು ಸೀಕ್ ಕಂಪ್ಯಾನಿಯನ್ಶಿಪ್ ವಿತ್ ಮೆನ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸತ್ಸಂಗ ವಿ ಡಿಸ್ಕಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಡೀಟೇಲ್ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ವೀಕ್ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕಾಂಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅಸ್ ಸಾಯಿ ಡೆವಟೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ಅಡಿಷನ್ ಟು ಅಟೆಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದ ಭಜನ್ ಸೆಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೇವಾ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟೀಸ್ in shri satyasai seva organization it is very important to regularly attend the study circle conducted probably every fortnightly or once a month in the samiti we should go prepared for the study circle and this is where the teachings of bhagwan's are discussed and we also get useful tips to practice the teachings of bhagwan Uh, so attending study circle is very important for us to keep the companionship with people of spiritual bent of mind and then the next instruction is bhagavato bhaktir dhrida dhiyatam here acharya shankara says be established in firm devotion to the lord see this is the text that is prescribed for students of vedanta even for a student of vedanta on the path of non duality it is very very important to develop this firm devotion to the lord bhagwan speaking about bhakti says all types of learning or like books on cooking but the actual cooking is developing bhakti or devotion to god and what is the use of all the books on cooking if you do not take up cooking at all so this is the importance of bhakti whatever be the path that we want to take up to divinity and what is the definition of bhakti as per bhagwan bhagwan says in the word bhakti bha stands for bhagwan himself and kti is from the word anurakti which means love therefore bhakti is love for god or daiva preeti so through this bhakti we are able to transform our raga attachment to the world into anuraga of the lord or love for god therefore we can say devotion is directed emotion an emotion or a mind that is scattered in the world that is collected and channelized or directed towards god and that is bhakti in scriptures the beauty of this bhakti yoga is explained through 
பிக்ஷுபாத பிரசாரண நியாயம் பிக்ஷு மீன்ஸ் அ சாது ஆர் அ மங்க் அண்ட் பாத பிரசாரண இஸ் ஸ்ட்ரெச்சிங் ஆஃப் ஹிஸ் லெக் அண்ட் திஸ் நியாய கோஸ் லைக் திஸ் அ சாது ஆர் அ மங்க் கம்ஸ் டு அ ஹவுஸ் அண்ட் ஹி சேஸ் ஐ எம் எக்ஸ்ட்ரீம்லி டயர்ட் அண்ட் கேன் யூ கிவ் சம் பிளேஸ் இன் யோர் ஹவுஸ் அ கார்னர் ஆஃப் யோர் ஹவுஸ் ஃபார் மீ டு ரெஸ்ட் வி சே எஸ் சார் ப்ளீஸ் கம் இன்சைட் and he sits in a corner and then he says i want to stretch my legs this is called pada prasarana and after some time he says i have this little image of lord krishna in my bag and i want to keep this image and i want to worship the image and can you give some more place for me and we say yes sir this is a very sacred act to worship the lord so you can use the house and he establishes this image of lord krishna in the house and then he says can i pluck flowers from your garden to worship my little krishna we say yes surely sir you can take all the flowers in the garden and then he says can you give some place in your kitchen because i want to prepare some naivedyam for my lord and then we say yes sir surely you can use the kitchen and you can prepare whatever you want soon the bhikshu has taken over the entire house and this is the beauty of bhakti when we let this bhakti inside our heart bhakti soon spreads to this entire heart and to our entire being and soon our entire being and also our life is taken over by this love for god and bhagwan or the lord becomes the primary focus in our lives and this is called bhikshu pada prasarana nyaya and this is the beauty of bhakti and once the lord becomes the primary focus in our life then we want to offer all that we do to the lord in the spirit of naivedya so that we purify our thoughts words and actions and not only this we learn to accept every outcome as his prasadam and the bhagavad gita explains the greatness of prasada buddhi like this when it says prasade sarva dukhanam hani rasyopajayate prasanna chetaso hyashu buddhihi paryavathishtate this means a person who has this prasada the peaceful state of mind that comes from prasada buddhi then all the pains are destroyed for him and not only that the intellect of this tranquil mind the serene mind that comes from prasada buddhi that soon becomes very steady and with this steady intellect and also peaceful mind we are able to undertake the contemplation of atman and this is how bhakti is very essential for the path of gnana yoga or the path of wisdom also and when we see that all the religions most of the religions in the world are devotion oriented religions and devotion starts mainly with faith in god 
and that is why another name for religion is faith we say multi faith and we say unity of faiths so here faith means religion and bhakti starts with this unflinching faith in the lord when we have faith in the lord we know that the lord is in charge of our lives and we need not break our head and he will take care of us after all he himself has assured us in the bhagavad gita yogakshemam vahamyaham vahami means to carry i will carry the burden of your welfare and that is his assurance to devotees so this unflinching faith which is called trust leads us to the next stage which is implicit obedience to the teachings of the lord we know that the lord knows what is good for us and he will give us that therefore let us obey the lord obey the commands of the lord and this gives us obedience to the teachings of the lord why obey the lord there is this beautiful episode from mahabharata once lord krishna and arjuna are taking a stroll on the banks of river yamuna lord krishna pointing to a bird at a distance says oh arjuna look at the beautiful dove which is there then arjuna says yes krishna it is a beautiful dove indeed then immediately lord krishna changes his statement and he says that is not a dove that is a pigeon then arjuna says yes that is a pigeon indeed and then what happens is lord krishna again makes another statement when he says that is not a pigeon i think it is a crow then arjuna says yes you are right krishna that is a crow then lord krishna says what arjuna have you lost your mind you cannot even make out what that bird is then arjuna's reply is a revelation for mankind arjuna says oh lord i need not look at the bird to know what it is i have to just believe what you say because you are capable of transforming the bird into whatever you say and this is what the lord does and in fact this is what the lord is capable of he is capable of anything and everything that is why we must implicitly obey the lord and when we have this faith and obedience and when our devotion to the lord is there we learn to offer everything to the lord in the naivedya bhava or samarpana buddhi in the spirit of dedication or offering to the lord and we also learn to take every outcome as his prasadam and this leads to unconditional acceptance of the will of the lord and this is what takes us to the next or the final stage in bhakti which is surrender where an ego centric life is transformed into god centric life and as our devotion ripens we understand that god who is the embodiment of pure love responds to the love of the devotee 
and he strengthens the devotee's faith and yearning for him with many signs of his grace and ultimately the perfect love effaces the ego of the devotee and leads to the experience of oneness with god and not only the devotee is able to merge his ego in the lord and he is also able to recognize the truth that it is this transcendental god which is immanent in the creation of the lord also and he is able to recognize the oneness of creation which is nothing but the ultimate knowledge or gnana and therefore para bhakti highest devotion to the lord and gnana are one and the same and bhagwan puts it beautifully when he says to attain atmic bliss bhakti is as essential to an aspirant as blood is to the body bhakti is the source of man's true power shakti this power enables man to develop detachment virakti when detachment grows man achieves liberation mukti the only caveat probably for us on the path of devotion is we must realize that we should not get struck at the level of artha and arthati artha is the one who cries out to lord for relief of misery and arthati is the one who prays to the lord for fulfillment of worldly desires and both are bhaktas so from this stage we must graduate into the next stage of jignasu who is eager to know the truth and gnani who has realized the truth and bhagwan says there are four kinds of worship the first kind of worship is undertaken whenever one is in trouble or distress then god is forgotten after the relief is obtained the second kind of worship is carried on by the worshipper seeking the good things of life from the deity that he worships the third type of worshipper offers worship for the sake of others praying for the welfare of all believing that his welfare is bound to the welfare of all and that is why the prayer samasta lokah sukino bhavantu is very important for us then swami goes on to say the fourth kind which is the highest form of worship is worship done in a spirit of complete surrender to the divine and dedicating all actions to the service of the divine and this is also known as ananya bhakti so it is very important for the sadhaka to develop to strive to develop this ananya bhakti and let us see what narada bhakti sutra probably the highest treatise on devotion speaks about bhakti it says bhakti is sa parama prema swarupa supreme love is bhakti and it also says ya labdhva puman siddho bhavati tripto bhavati amrito bhavati 
on attaining true bhakti man finds complete fulfillment that is tripto bhavati siddho bhavati he becomes perfect and adept and also amrito bhavati he even becomes immortal and this is nothing but gnana and bhakti sutra goes on to say yat gnatva stabdho bhavati matto bhavati atma ramo bhavati on experiencing the unsullied love for god his mind attains to ultimate stillness and he becomes intoxicated with ecstasy of love for god and he discovers the highest bliss in his own self and let us also see now how this bhakti is very very important on the path of wisdom or the gnana marga see when we study the scriptures we are able to understand that we are not this bmi but we are this ever present atman or brahman ourselves and this knowledge of the atman is there in the head it is an intellectual understanding for us but what do we have at the level of the heart at the level of the heart we have this desires born out of our vasanas or samskaras that is why we want to get something to feel complete or fulfilled or we want to get rid of something we have this likes and dislikes raga dvesha attachment and aversion and every time we chase after a worldly desire for the sake of happiness or fulfillment then what happens is though we know that we are atman though the knowledge is there in the head in the intellect we continue to behave like the body and the mind and what is the nature of this desire the nature of the desire is i want the world and replace desire in the heart with bhakti what is the nature of bhakti i want god and as we grow in our bhakti to the lord then what happens our worldly attachment decreases and we are able to develop vairagya which is a basic prerequisite for the path of self enquiry koham and this is the greatness of bhakti for a student of vedanta if he has to progress on the path of self enquiry if this bhakti is not there or the viraga that is born from bhakti is not there in him then what happens is whatever knowledge that he has got by the study of scriptures that becomes a dry philosophy or an armchair philosophy and at the most it becomes a matter of showing off his uh, knowledge with others or even a matter of discussion or argumentation that's all that is why for the student of vedanta it is very important to be established firmly established in his devotion to the lord and even on the path of karma yoga we need bhakti because it is karma that is done with bhakti which leads to gnana is what is karma yoga 
and if this karma is done in the spirit of offering to the lord through bhakti then this binding karma is transformed into liberating karma yoga this verse from the 8th chapter of bhagavad gita akshara brahma yoga is probably one of the important take home messages from the bhagavad gita and it says tasman sarveshu kaleshu mam anusmara yudhyacha mayarpita mano buddhihi mame veshyasi asamshayah this verse means therefore at all times remember me have me with you and then fight with your mind and intellect fixed in me you shall doubtlessly come to me that is what the verse says see the statement mam anusmara yudhyacha is a very beautiful statement that conveys the message of karma yoga bhakti yoga and also gnana yoga for us the lord doesn't say think of me sit and meditate upon me no he says remember me and fight the battle of life which means you have to perform your obligatory duty your dharma the niyata karma and you have to fight it out this is karma yoga and then when the lord says mam anusmara have me always with you this is constantly contemplating on the lord which is the message of bhakti yoga and also it gives us a very strong message regarding gnana yoga this mam anusmara yudhyacha see a person who is playing the role of a king in a play on the stage however well he may play the role and however much of accolade he may get by playing this role perfectly he is always aware of the fact that he has a family to take care and he has a job to perform and he is always aware of his true identity similarly whatever the role we are required to play in this cosmic drama we must be always aware of our true identity of atman or brahman and that is what mam anusmara is constantly contemplate upon the divinity within if this person continues to behave like a king even off the stage then there is only problem for him similarly when we forget this true identity of ours and get attached to the roles that we play in this cosmic drama and that is why the problem of samsara begins for us so this statement of bhagavad gita mam anusmara yudhyacha is a very important message from bhagavad gita which often reminds us of bhagwan's statement of hands in the society and head in the forest dil mein ram hath mein kaam a student of vedanta must realize that it is this brahman or atman sat chit ananda that is portrayed as saguna brahman or god of religion 
when we start worshipping these forms of the Lord, the various forms of the Lord, we must realize that it is not physical ritualism that is important for us when we worship our Ishta Devata. We must live up to the ideal that this particular form stands for. Say for instance, Lord Rama is known as Maryada Purushottam. Ramu Vigrahavan Dharmaha. Rama is the embodiment of Dharma. So, we must also be like Lord Rama and always live up to Dharma is what this form conveys to us. Similarly, when we look at Lord Krishna, the enchanting smile on his face in the midst of intense activity in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, we must realize that we must learn to be happy in spite of the happenings in our life and this is what this form conveys to us. And Lord Shiva is portrayed as Dakshinamurti, the meditative form and this form comes with the message that we must also engage in meditation like this Lord Shiva. And we all know that all these forms are rolled into one in our beloved Bhagwan, And that's why Bhagwan would say, my life is my message. And it is only when we live up to all these ideals of the Lord, we are able to make our life His message. And this is the importance of Bhakti. And this is the importance of undertaking worship of the form which is an external support for a sadhaka and this is the role of bhakti the path of self-inquiry and that is why Acharya Shankara here says to the student of Vedanta be always established in firm devotion to the Lord and now we shall listen to the second verse once again so that we become familiar with the words of the verse. Sanga Satsubidhiyatam Bhagavato Bhakti Dridadhiyatam Shantyadi Parichiyatam Dridataram Karmashu Santyajyatam Sadvidvanupasrupyatam Pratidinam Tatpaduka Sevyatam Brahmai Kaksharamartyatam Shruti Shiro Vakyam Samakarnyatam With deepest sense of gratitude, I thank Bhagwan for this blessing of speaking to all of you. I am grateful to Team Radio Sai and every one of you. Jai Sairam.